What's up? Welcome to the Binge Lounge, the uh, nice little compartment on the Michelle Mission where we just kind of chill out, relax, and just talk shit. My name is Len, aka the the Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined by my partner. Hey, this is Vincent Williams of It's All Soul, 8 to 10 p.m. on GTownRadio.com. On this stop on the Binge Lounge, ladies and gentlemen, we have made a pit stop and picked up a couple of lovely passengers to join us. Very nice. Hi. We have two women from a great new podcast that is going to be coming your way very soon they took the opportunity took the time to stop from trailblazing across America to chronicle the history and future of hip hop to sit here with us Mm. on the Michelle mission and Mm. just talk a little shit well, it is Summer and Karen from Ladies Love Hip Hop. What's up, ladies? How are hey. you, ladies? How you doing, Lynn and Vince? We are fine. Thanks for having us. I'm so excited about Me shooting too. the shit with you. Me too. Oh, that is great. Thank yeah, you. Let's now, do this. Summer, you are you are a returning visitor. I was, about to the this. I was just saying, Summer, is this your third time? Third or fourth, something like that. Summer may be our so most you frequent timer? visitor. Yeah, yeah. You deserve a jacket. I yeah. do. Yeah. What's up? We got we got some merch. T-shirt, jacket, yeah. mug. Some of the merch yeah. when, it comes, when it comes. Lanyard. I'll show no. you the prototype. A oh, lanyard. <laughs> a lanyard. I want a lanyard. You want a lanyard? lanyard. I, can, yeah. I give you a lanyard right now. You That's want. right. Go for Shoot. the gold. Dang, yeah. nothing but thing, girl. Ain't yeah. nothing but string. So, <laughs> pretty much in plastic. But Karen, this is your first time with yes. us. Yes. 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 So, ladies love hip hop. What's that all about? Well, you know, Karen and I, we have been two hip-hop heads in the same space for a long time. Mm -hmm. We used to work together at Wells Fargo. May it rest in peace. Yes. Wells Fargo uh, dies? I was about to say. Wells Fargo. The the unit that we work for, it died. Okay. Uh, All right. mm -hmm. Was that the fraudulent bank account? No, it was auto finance, and they went after... um, people with subprime yeah the subprime Ooh, lending scandal yeah. oh. it was the end of our careers it was at wells fargo i saw the writing on the wall and i got out mm-hmm. me too god bless yeah. yes so but you know we we had this mutual thing with hip-hop and we were always kind of when we had a chance go to shows together and we just get each other. We just understand each other. Mm-hmm. And we always um, talked about having a show for like maybe six years, seven years. Yep. It's like one of you is a salt to the other's pepper. Exactly. Or finesse to, to the, the same Chris. Yes. 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 I so you knew I was going to say salt and pepper. Well, yeah. You didn't know I was going to pull no, out you didn't. Like I, I, mean, I, uh-huh. I just revealed this summer on the show <laughs> that I am the nine in... <laughs> Three five seven, Oaktown three five seven. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I am the unauthorized yeah. wow. member. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I had big plans. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had big dreams. Yeah, but they got squashed. Mm. So that's why we're here. All we could do is a podcast after that. You know, <laughs> what else can you do? Perhaps it could have been JJ 
J-Fat. Ooh. Damn. Oh, yeah. You like I'm the new school Herbie Lovebug. He the new school Herbie Lovebug. Oh, yeah. I, like oh, I don't it. know if that's a compliment. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a compliment. <laughs> not at all. Oh, not a, oh man. I was, I was actually thinking about her because, you know, why was I thinking about her? Oh, because I was thinking, like, who is, like, who's the next generation Herb? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, and for a time, it was, I think, probably Jermaine Dupri. That's what mm-hmm. I was going to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't, I can't, because Jermaine wrote a lot of the, well, not a lot, but he wrote for the brat. A nice crisscross. Amount escape. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Is I anyone really that. developing crews like that? Nope. Not not, not crews like that. Not really. Developing crews that might be forming crews, but right. developing right, crews. Right, right. Like no. like we're gonna deal with you, you know, your look and, right. and I'm gonna write your rhymes and like like you I know. don't think people I mean pay that much attention to right. the that art or that that kind of segment of the industry. Management, okay. artist development. Right. Nope. I think that is I dead. think that's like dead with yeah. Wells Fargo. People are, <laughs> They're like right next to Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. I think people are doing it themselves. I was about to say it's real mm-hmm. DIY. Yeah. And everybody, <laughs> and everybody they can on their it, own. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah it's the Instagram. Like Instagram and social media has made people more, you know, entrepreneurial, trans, yeah, entrepreneurial and then very transparent. Right. Yeah. So we live in a much more transparent society and there's like no real PR folks anymore, so right. they're kind of responsible for spinning their own stories or not even giving a fuck about the story. Right. You know, yeah, really. Well, let's let's get into it a little bit then, because this is I, I was I was reading read something maybe two or three weeks ago about I think Iggy Azalea. What mm-hmm. about her? And well, it was the essay talking about her journey, okay, and how people kind of took interest in her, mm-hmm. and of course, what what the text, the subtext, and oftentimes the text was that she got a lot of support because she was a white woman, yeah, doing hip hop. And if we're talking with about, a big booty, well, I mean, you know, well, I won't get into all that, but. Mm-hmm. Th- th- okay, these big booties, like who are they standing next to? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I guess she's this a big me. booty if she's standing this next to Taylor booty. Swift, but absolutely right. But regardless, regardless, okay. You're saying that that aspect of of hip hop development isn't there anymore. No. Mm-hmm. How does that? How how does that inform women MCs? You, do you think like are women doing it on their own? Are women you, you know is this a door that traditionally women have been able to go through that is now closed? Like like. I feel like if you so if you have the opportunity to have a deal and be in the industry, quote unquote, then you will have that attention paid to you in terms of um, artist development. Right. And putting you, you know, kind of on this on this pedestal and and forming you to what the status quo is and trying to raise your bar a little higher than that. But if you're a female, you know, MC, I don't like to use the MC. If you're an MC and you're, you're a lady and you're underground, you don't have a deal. You're not necessarily looking for a deal. You're just doing you. Mm -hmm. Um, It's which, which, you know, let me just stop there for a second and say, there was a time where women were looking for deals and they wanted to be a part of these crews that we're talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, right. To be the, the chick in the crew. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And they and they actually were 
form they were they were recognized by these crews. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking about like Rod Digger mm-hmm. and how she was, you know, essentially bought out and and stamped by what Busta? Busta Rhymes and the um what was the name the of that squad? I can't yes, even think of it right North now. North Jersey. Oh god. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but Essentially, she didn't just rise up from the dust. You know what I mean? She was running with a crew and not that she couldn't hold her own because I love Rodica. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, a lot of women are technically on their own. They don't have a crew. Right. So if you don't have a crew or a deal, then Instagram is your PR. Instagram is your, you know, your manager. Instagram. And then I also think about how like a lot of people are on um, not only social media, but they are also taking it to reality tv shows right and then um even acting because i was thinking about the young lady from excuse me the philadelphia area and she is on um what's the terrence um is she on terrence howard star or one of them star um the other oh the oh you mean the 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 little sister on empire empire yeah you know like it's like people have to show like for it seems like for women they actually have to have a large following in this day and age in order for them to get a deal. Right. Same thing with Cardi B, um Remy Ma, she had to do the you know cuz she's considered like a stamped lyricist. Yes. Like right. everybody from our era respected her, but she had to reintroduce herself mm-hmm. through reality TV. Right, right. Flip mode squad. Flip mode squad. Flip mode squad. That's Buster's crew. But then her husband was part of the outsiders. Mm -hmm. Outsiders. Outsiders. Yes. I didn't mean to say it with the E R. Not outsiders. The outsiders. You're thinking about the outsiders. Stay gold, pony boy. (laughs) Stay gold. (laughs) You're thinking about S E Hinton. Yep, the outsiders. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, so women, I guess, um, do need that following, you know, to get up. But isn't it true? I think isn't anybody it, does. Is, yeah, isn't that kind of true now? Anybody right, does. Right, because that's it's just really now. all of mm-hmm. it. Because re- really now, it's not about your sales. Nope. It really is about how many followers you have, how many how many uh, likes you're getting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, I mean? you know what I will say, though, about... That's your currency. It is your currency, and I think that, you know, a lot was lost from, you know, the digital age kind of, you know, it did mess up people's deals. Most definitely. Right? But at at the same time, and going back to how Karen and I really got tight at shows, people are doing more shows now. People yeah. are right. appearing places. They you can have to. They have to to make money. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, they can't just blow off those, yeah. those shows. No, right. you got to make that money. And I think at first... It was kind of like, let me just do some shows. Pay your dues. Right. right. But now, you know, because, and I hate to use old school, new school. I don't like that term, but the veterans, they're still rocking shows. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and actually rocking. And yes. actually right. just killing shows, right. like left and right. And they, you know, first came out on the scene in the, in the 90s. Yep. Yeah. And they're still rocking shows. So now the up and coming artists that, you know, they're not getting deals and they're not they're not even selling out of their trunk. You know, right. they're not even doing that because that's a big thing as well. You know, like just being your own distributor. Right. 
they're becoming a bit more creative yep. about mm-hmm. shows now, yeah. which I'm appreciating because I love shows. Right. You know, I love to experience my hip hop in person. So um, I appreciate people not hiding behind that veil of I have an A&R guy. I have a image consultant. I have hair, makeup, clothes, everything. I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but I can't rap. Right. I have no talent. Right. Mm-hmm. And if these background dancers wasn't up here, I would look like a straight fool. And I don't have a show. And have mm-hmm. no like show. I actually don't have the showmanship. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you say they're being creative at the shows because there was a time in the, uh, in the 90s when the show degenerated to basically the rapper up on stage with his boys uh-huh. all walking oh. back and forth. But that's still the show and it's still hot. And I'm going to tell you why. That's my opinion. Okay. I want to see you rhyme. Okay. I think that it went from one extreme to the next. So it was like the guy out on the stage with the crew, Mm -hmm. and it was hot. It was hype. Everybody was, ah, they was jumping Mm -hmm. around, right? Then it was this period where I call it like that Miley Cyrus period where, like, your whole track is your your rhymes, your your hook. You don't have a hype man anymore. Mm-hmm. You just standing out there. You're stiff. You you know, I'm bored. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and that's when everybody was being selfish and doing that dolo thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the crew thing, the crew love started to come back. Mm-hmm. And the lyricism, it never went anywhere, but it started to float to the top a little bit more and be more recognized because people got tired of the trash. Mm-hmm. And I think we started to seek it out. But now, like, for instance, I went to... Um, I went to a show a couple of weeks ago. Um, Griselda, West Side Gun, Conway, The Locks. That thing was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Why? Because they all can rhyme. Mm-hmm. I can hear everybody. The sound system was great. Right. That's another problem. The sound yes. system just be trash. On my nerves. The sound system was great. They was flashing. It was just like that. It was like Wu-Tang all over again. Mm-hmm. Everybody was hot. Everybody was different. Everybody wasn't the same. Everybody was different. And I was actually enjoying the lyricism. So in that case, watching a whole bunch of guys just, yeah, doing their thing, but, it was, but, it was but hot. But my question is then where is, where is the creativity that you said <clears throat> in the staging? So the creativity belongs in certain places, okay. right? So for me, that show, the creativity was the lineup. It wasn't a whole bunch of corny cats. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a whole bunch of people that sounded exactly the same. Right. It was a perfect mixture. The The creativity was in the lyricism. The creativity was in the production. They didn't have to dance. There was no dancers up there. I didn't want to see that. They just all came out and gave them gave of themselves. And everybody in the audience knew the, knew the words. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how shows are fun to me. That we just, you know, we just in it. Right. Is that a fun show to you too, Karen? No. Um, no, she doesn't like that. No, I like, I, I can go to that show, don't get me wrong, but I still like to see some type of presentation. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, um, I never got a chance. Oh my God, I never got a chance to see that boy live. Who? Prodigy? Kendrick Lamar, no. Oh. He has mm. been coming here every year and every time I try to get tickets, it's sold out. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I have been complaining because I swear the mob is involved. <laughs> with making sure that these tickets are limited. Keeping you from kidding. Yes, mm-hmm. from my baby. So 
But every time I see she, his oh, show, fight back a tear. Yes, you, I, I keep telling people a thug tear. Thug tears. So the thing with him is that I've seen his shows, and he is coming out and he is giving his all, and he has a lot of lighting, right. and his sound is perfected. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I am a big fan of that. I can take the big production, and I can also take the, you know. The, I guess the regular stage show. It's right. not regular. I'm sorry. It's original. It's All original right. rap. Okay. Boom bap. That's it. It's the boom bap show. <laughs> the so, boom bap and show. I can, and I can go to that too. So it's just like a, but I truly, truly enjoy the showmanship. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Like you, I just want something. I want to see something that I can't do. Yeah. Right. I don't have the money to do, you know, like you just, I mean, especially all the money that you're charging, you know, right. I need to see you something. Need a, need an like yes, I you want know? you popping and locking, spinning, <laughs> okay? Hey, I don't need, I don't need the days of Hammer when it was like 100, <laughs> 100 people, people up on the stage. stage. But you I know what, what thing you're thing not going to do, you're not going to talk about him like that. That was a good, clean <laughs> Christian man. I'm kidding. <laughs> Hammer? Yes. Don't hurt him. Don't yes. hurt him. We talked about this too because yeah, I was right. we were talking about how, you know, Hammer he caught a lot of flack. Yeah. He is not necessarily like hip hop, hip hop, but he was the one that put it on the map to get endorsement deals to just set it off. Like he oh, everything yeah. no, that's not he's true. not the only one. Well, true. I think he took it to another level though. He take it to, but there's always somebody who's gonna take stuff to right. another right. level. He was right. the so one that wasn't because he was the one to go broke wait, getting all his friends jobs. Yeah. Yeah. But he was the one that was considered the um <laughs> he even though people didn't like him, they also called him a um what's the word for it? Sell out. Sell out. Thank right. you. So they called him that. And people but didn't now like him, everybody's but everybody doing knew it. All the everybody words. has endorsement deals. Everybody's doing things that would be considered too white or too sell outish. Yeah. You know, that's really accepted now. So Well, see, but there's a diff- there's a difference in having, you know, performing your craft, mm-hmm. exercising your craft, and then being able to take your craft and use it. In, in other mediums, mm-hmm. all right, without losing your identity of who you are. But did Hammer really lose his identity? He kept the Hammer pants. He kept the <laughs> kept, he kept the, the cuts and the well, mega you know, design. Thank you. Well, no, he did. Uh, he he did, always rushed Oakland. He was just corny, right? It, it really was just a matter of taste. It's I mean, I mean, he, he had a cartoon corny. called Hammer Man. Yeah, and that John was whack. And, but, so, but yeah, the, no. But the thing is, is when you say that, did Hammer really? Um, lose who he was he was just corny but you he's found still out corny. how phony he was was because when he mm-hmm. when he fell off then all of a sudden he pumps in the bumps flip. Mm-hmm. pumps in the bumps, bumps. but yeah. you wasn't you wasn't jamming to that y'all wasn't jamming to that Y'all That's wasn't tapping y'all foot today. I just I'm remember kidding. the first pumps in the bump video oh, where he was wearing the speedo I was in therapy for 10 years off that video I can't I can't with yeah, you. It was a me. lot of ding-a-ling, <laughs> ring-a-linging. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't. I had never seen Hammer yeah. like that. <laughs> Suddenly, his name made me uncomfortable. Like I didn't like anything about pumps in I the bar. I stopped hanging pictures because I had like, to use a hammer. Hammer, why are your swim trunks oh. so little? <laughs> Oh Lord, <laughs> going to Sears was a trigger. Oh right. it was, yes, pumps in the bump was a lot. Pumps in the bump was a lot. That was. <laughs> 
It was, it was, it was a lot. I think, okay. a, I think a thug tear just came out of Vince's eye. Ew. Left cheek. <laughs> Telling you. But while Hammer, I, I will say he, you know, he did his whole merchandise mm. and everything like that. I will tell you. Uh-oh. The first rappers to get the merchandise and blowing up. He's going to say the K and the P, ain't he? I'm not sure what he's Who? about to say. What you going to say? Kid and play? What? No. Oh. Never. <laughs> Never. No. I'm going to take all my earrings. No. Are we about no, to scrap it no, in? No, no. Okay. You will never be Kid and Play. Go ahead, Lynn. Who? House. Who, Lynn? Run. D. All right. Wait, 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 wait. My Adidas. Yes. Boom. Wait, though. Wait, wait, what? wait, what? wait, 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 Because I had how did they get that sweater. Or, how did they get the endorsement deal, though? Was it right away? I was about to because say, I they, really actually, like... they actually were not endorsed. No, no, they bum-rushed they no, bum that. They did. No, they did. No, they, they, did. they, they, they bum-rushed it, but, they, but Adidas found them. No, eventually. That's what they I'm saying. They second John. But I don't think yeah, I don't they didn't go think running that. to them. Like she said, they did some, there wasn't a, it they, wasn't they like were doing free like, advertising. Hey, yeah. Wow. You, you made yeah, our, you made our sales oh, increase. Oh, Let's oh, do work. Oh, that oh, didn't oh, happen oh, like oh, that. Hold up. Hold up. Yes, they did the free advertising. All right. Adidas. Okay. Keep it real. Okay. That's true. However, by the time of this second album, because the King of Rock blew the fuck up. Okay. By the time of this second album, they had had, they were inking the deal with Adidas, regardless of who, who Adidas found them. Let's be honest. Adidas found them because all of a sudden everybody was rocking out their shell toes. Like, oh, everybody rocking out these shell toes. There's no shoelaces. How'd that happen? No, because mm-hmm. of Run DMC. Mm-hmm. So they found them. And next thing you know, Run DMC were going on tour with, yeah, with a the bus. line of they had the bus. Uh-huh. They had yeah. the, 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 the Adidas leather um, leather joints that was made for Run DMC because of Run DMC. They had all the, the big Adidas sweaters. Yeah. And I know because I had everything. I still rock the Adidas. Because of them, the bum rush the stores tour. Mm. It was, was, but I still rock Adidas because of them. Of course, yes. You could not tell me that I did not have my own. Adidas let's contract. just let's but, just let's just give it up to Run DMC though, because I think about the transition of hip hop clothing and gear. Yeah, because when I sneaker culture, for, yeah, like, but they but they made they made it look it, but, good, yeah. and they had style. And reason why I'm bringing this up is because. There's often conversation around hip hop style of, you know, the the groups and individuals today, right? Yeah, so everybody's right. like, well, it's too feminine, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I said, can we all rewind the tape mm-hmm. and look at Grandmaster Flash and yes. the Furious Five's photo pictures? They're, um, they're, I guess they're PR pictures. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was like, wow, wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, they were just trying to look like Funkadelic, though. They were, but some yeah. of those pictures, I was like, but it, like I was thinking, at least <laughs> with George Clinton, it was very. It was just funky, right. but there was a masculine undertone to it. Yes. With this, with Grandmaster <laughs> Flash and the Furious Five, I was like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, it was across the street from the village people. It, I mean, yeah, it was it was, it was very weird to look back at those pictures and then Run DMC come out and they was like, no, 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 we're not doing all that. Yes, yeah, because they were the answer to it. Because remember, because right. even 
the the bridge between Grandmaster Flash and and Run DMC was Curtis Blow. Right. And right. Curtis Blow, you could go back. That's right. He was like back right in the center. Right in the, but right in the center. <laughs> but what, when we watched, um, what was that, that, that silly movie? We, what, we Crash Groove? Crash Groove. Yes. Crash Groove. When you, when that was they so much see fun. The, see the shows, you've got Curtis Blow with, you know, the with the Jerry, Jerry Curl. And he, the was and the yes. and he was still fine. He was still fine. I had a crush on him. The, okay. The pants. Exactly. His whole, his whole look. You know, then you had Run DMC, right? With just straight up looking like the B boys, B boys. Right. You know, that's where that transition. But I don't think Which, that there was a transition. I think that there are different segments of people, people well, who I have come. I mean, look at Prince, yeah. the most respected musician. Ladies love him. Men love him. His butt was out in his pants. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, his butt was out. His butt was out. So it was all the way out. You know what? Or I BET. I, with R&B, <laughs> I, I kind of separate that. The reason why I bring up um, the style is because it's so, like, I hear so many hip-hop artists, the veterans, mm-hmm. like, always criticizing the younger generation about right. what they're wearing. Absolutely. And I was just like, but you have to understand, like, hip-hop is not absolved from that from even its beginning, its infancy stages. So, like... Exactly, I just think because we, some people like to wear tight leather pants and feather earrings. Yeah. And then like Andre 3000, who I live, yeah. yes. was wearing very interesting clothing mm-hmm. and is still one of the most respected lyricists out there. Yeah, yes. but that was also India. That was also uh, Erica Badu. They say once you, you mess yeah, with Erica, I know. Cornbread, what is it? Cornbread, come. Uh-huh. And he Make was wearing skirts. Yeah, You know, Andre had his moment. Common, Common. had his moment. I know. Yeah, Only yeah. one that was uh, remained stable was um, the DOC. And um, she had a baby by the other one. Um, and the, the dude one. in Dead Prez never was wearing like. Gabardine flax slacks or anything like he was all right. Oh, and that's what I the DOC. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was her first, her first child. No, really? the the first Wasn't daughter. It? Her first daughter is by the DOC, and the um, second one is by the one who should have came out with an album. Oh, um, <sighs> Exhibit C, him. Uh, exhibit? No. no, not Exhibit. The actual song that he put out that everybody loves. And then everybody thought an album was going to come out from and then it. And it didn't. Right. Can, can, like can I, I, ladies love hip hop. Y'all mm-hmm. love hip hop. Mm-hmm. Love it. Answer me this. Mm-hmm. I stand on the rock that there has not been, and maybe, oh, fuck it. <laughs> no solo artist. Mm-hmm. None. I don't give a fuck. Okay. All right. Has an album that can stack up track to track to track to track to track with the DLCs for album. Are you kidding me? What is wrong with you? I believe that. Why would wait you a minute? Why would you believe that? Because I think that album is like almost perfect. You talking about DLC's no. first album? Yes. No. The one that we all know the hits from, right? It's, it's really, it's, it's really his only y'all. album. This really is only album. okay. The other ones don't count. Yeah. No, that's the so you worship that album. 
Yes, I worship that. Why are you looking at me sideways, Karen? Because I worship that. Yes. When the, 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 your, what? Wait, wait, but the thing I, I, is. Actually, so, you said great. track by track? I think track, track by track. Whirlwind Pyramid. Jordan's bananas. No. Yeah, what? Do you listen to hip hop? <laughs> like, do you, en- you do you enjoy hip hop? I do. I, I enjoy, I enjoy a, a great deal of hip hop. I'll yes, be I having do. questions. No, I don't think you do. Mm-mm. Why? Why? I don't believe you. That. I think you're being provocative right now. Because I, I mean, don't think you, you said, said he's, you said a solo artist. <laughs> yes, a solo artist. Biggie. Let's just start there. Do you think it's better than Ready to Die? Do you? Do you think it's better than Illmatic? Do you? Do you? Okay. Oh, now he's coming no, to. Wait, 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 or do wait, you wait, like Kumo D? Is that your is that your thing? That's your favorite artist too? No, 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 no. no you see no. his face is like no, a little no, bit. No, smell, I need some smelling salt. No, 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 no. I'm not even a Jay Z guy. You think it's better than Reasonable Doubt? Yeah, come on, dude. I'm not a Jay Z guy, so I I I, I enjoy DLC more. I'm gonna tell you what I'm going to do wow. for no. you. Okay, I am actually going to listen to that album to see what you're talking about. It's a good album. Oh, no, I, 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 it's a I, great I, I think album. it's probably a good album. I'm not I haven't saying, listened I wouldn't to it in like that 30 either. years. I just don't yeah. understand how you... You think it's better than Only Built for Cuban Links? Oh! Yeah, somebody you know, it's about not that. really a solo album, but still. Yeah, that's not... It's, it is a solo album. It's Raekwon's album. It is his album. No, it is yeah, a but, solo but album, but I mean, it's a lot of, of duets and collabos here. There's only one collabo. Do it. Let you be, be, do be, do. I hate songs. I love the woo. Solo albums where there's tons of collabos. There's no longer a solo album. But I will give you... I will give you Ready to Die. I'll give you that. Illmatic... Everybody kneels at the altar of Nas, and I think Nas is one of the greatest lyricists of all time. But he's—I find him boring. You're That's crazy. That's because you're boring. You know what? I've actually read That's a lot insanity. of people saying that too, and there's a lot of people coming out to say boring. that. No, it's not um, I don't boring. agree. That's I don't I agree, boring. but I agree to that. Everybody should, you know, feel what they feel. Like for instance, I have some friends, Even and they're dead wrong. Yeah, and I know. But let, wait, 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 wait. Listen, not. listen to this. Listen to the care. Listen to the care. Well, let's. All right, we're gonna jump on R and B just for a minute, okay? So we were all out to dinner, me and my friends, and a lot of stuff was being revealed. And I was like, I don't know if I can eat with y'all anymore. <laughs> Somebody said, Jesus, that the Thriller album did not do it for them. You really don't think that was Michael Jackson's best album? Oh, I don't well, think it's, it's his, best, his album. best album. Nah, Off right. the Wall is is yeah. Everybody said that's his best thriller. album, yeah. and but I don't know. I don't know. I I just felt like that was blaspheme. <laughs> it's want to know why? Because I the reason why I say it, but then I understand because we were going back and forth about it. But the reason why I say it is because. Even though Off the Wall might be Michael's, I guess, best work, Thriller is just like nobody can. Ch- I always call it everybody's chasing the Thriller mystique. That's true. No one has topped it yet. That's true. That's true. Still because not a he had album. us jamming to the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Yeah. But okay. It his best work. Though. And everybody in this room knows the complete choreography too. Yes, That's I true. do. Might have been his best album cover though. Oh no! I know. Did it? Who copied from who? Because that's where Lionel Richie, good, the good, Everybody, great Luther. Laying down on your album is going to be good. Yes, that's right. all Luther Vandross. Yeah, he yeah. had it. Luther, yeah. I want to get back to your DLC point. Oh boy! <laughs> Just real fast. 
I tried There's, to move it along because that's just wrong. Here. No, it is absolutely mm-hmm. incorrect. However, <laughs> the DOC has has um he's a producer too, right? Yes. Yeah. But he he has definitely made an impact on a lot of MCs because he was one of the you know part of the pioneer group, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the writers. He had a great album. Yeah. I'm not going to take. As a matter of fact, there was an artist called um the OC. Mm-hmm. And he made a dedication to the DOC on his trophies that's, album. That's my favorite. And that song is is absolutely amazing. And I, when I heard it, I'm like, why is he dedicating a song to the DOC? Like he's not all that. But when I heard the song, I started to get back into my, you know, music is subjective bag because you never know where you are in your life, what's going on, what region of the world you're in, so how it's hitting you, how it hits right. you, right? And apparently. This guy, you know, this this guy, he's a grown up, you know, he's a grown man, but the DOC, and he's dope, like a hundred times better than the DOC, in my opinion, lyrically, but the DOC was his influence. Mm-hmm. And the song that he created to, you know To honor him. Right. It was it was everything. So I'm not gonna beat you up too bad about you thinking that, even though you're wrong. It's just that it hits you. Like, it, it hits That's something true. for you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it is, like, the greatest of all time for you. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to get out more and mm-hmm. stop doing that acid. Right. But, I, yeah. I guess you should listen to hip-hop. Like, I feel like there's <laughs> some hip-hop you should maybe listen to. Do you listen to it, though? Like, do you enjoy hip-hop? I listen to hip-hop. Okay. I listen to hip-hop. I do. He said, I think you need to I don't care. About you was like, I'm not going to dignify none of y'all remarks. Just, look. Y'all all, get, all of y'all like the last dragon. So fuck all of uh, uh, well, the last dragon. I have a well, revelation. What? what? I'm like one the, of those black people that haven't seen it. You haven't seen the last dragon. Wait a minute. No wonder your life friend. is happy. <laughs> that is sh- that is disgraceful. <laughs> no wonder you got that big I smile know. on your face. Wait a minute. I know. I'm sorry. Hold on. You chocolate covered a- yellow peril. <laughs> What do you mean you've never seen? I know my black card is getting ready to be revoked. Give it it's to me. It's certainly being challenged. We're going to have to, you gonna have I, to, you gonna I, have to read the, the, the three numbers on the back. Can I watching all three Bill Cosby and Sidney Poitier movies? Well, okay. Oh, all right, all right. Not everybody watches them, though. Right, right, well, most right. people stop after um, the second one. But can we get back to The Last Dragon, though? I know. I'm sorry. Just tell me why you haven't seen it. Because you weren't interested? No, I probably... Were you in prison? <laughs> I think she was locked down. I know. No. No. Is it because you knew better? <laughs> <laughs> I know I had a crush on the lead character. Vanity. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> she was beautiful though. What was Vanity. his name though? Tarmac. Yes. So he's still fine. Yes. Damn, but the thing damn. is also a nice guy. I always like to say he's a nice guy. Oh, like okay. he's a, you know, it's All a right. good Yeah, dude. you're nice. I don't and know fine. what happened. I don't know how that missed me, but it did. Okay. And I still haven't even had the urge to even oh look to today. Exactly. Oh my <laughs> He's like yes. living your truth. That's a shame. <laughs> That's a shame. That's a shame. That is not a shame. I feel like I've been it hurts my chest. I feel like I've been living a sheltered life. (laughs) Right? You're against joy. Oh please. Oh please. Like I've seen movies I really should not have watched, and that was with my uh, father watching movies like The Omen and The Fury, stuff like that. Like I should have never been watching that as a child. No, no, you shouldn't have. Lady, lady. My father. Made me watch Carrie with him. He didn't yeah. make me watch. He said, "You want to stay up?" And then I stayed up. 
I wanted to watch Carrie on my own and I was telling everybody I said that was the night my mom had the audacity after I watched that movie to say come eat and she made barbecue chicken (gasps) I was like mama you a savage (laughs) and she was like I was like mama I can't eat this she was like you gonna eat it because you know black moms back then they They didn't yeah you eating what's in the house right right I'm not making stuff a la carte I will cut all the lights yes. out on you while you're at the table. Yes. Mm. Poor baby. So I apologize. Um, I'm going to go yeah. to the Black oh, Congress oh. and ask for my... We want to trade you. <laughs> for my black rights to be no. reinstated. Right, right, right. We want to trade... Uh, it's fine. It is absolutely Karen. fine. Who are we trading me for, though? We're going to trade you Stacy Dash. <laughs> and you know what? Do we want her back? We nah, just got we don't her. Go, nah, we don't go, want go, her go on with that one. I'll take Stacey. She's a really she's a numbskull. Yes, she is. Hey. I can't believe it. Hey. She's a numbskull. She ain't got talk. <laughs> <laughs> we we actually loved her for thirty Speaking years of, and realized part of the reason that we loved her because she wasn't talking. Nope. And as soon as that show came on, what was that show she had? Mm, that was freaking horrible, but yet good. Single something about Some, being single on VH1. Yes. She's like the worst actress yes. that was ever created. But as Lynn said, she ain't got to talk. She ain't got to talk. She ain't talked for 30 years. Exactly. Look, hmm? I'm sure there's a timeout. Yeah. You just said he's still fine. He is still but fine. He ain't got to talk, does he? No. He can talk, but no, he ain't got to nope. no. He wasn't a good actor either. Exactly. He wasn't. Can you teach me some moves? Oh. Uh, I don't even have a paintbrush. <laughs> That's actually my favorite line. You wouldn't know about it, would you? <laughs> right. See, Summer and I are enjoying our remembrances. You see the joy back the down dragon. memory lane. Yes, Lord. All right, we won't go there right now. It's not a good right. show. But that's okay. Whatever, Karen. We have issues. So you all are still very much into modern right now hip hop. So this isn't a throwback show. No, or are you it's just talking about. So I'm going to be 100% honest. I okay. think that we are like yin and yang when it comes to hip hop. Like, I am the new, not new school, but underground. I'm yeah, she's very I'm underground. Way right. under like there. You're still mm-hmm. going to shows. And, yeah. You know. I still know the new stuff, but it's not the new stuff on the radio. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't follow the radio. Me neither. I don't desire to, but I do just to keep up with it keep in touch yeah Yeah. because i don't you know i do have respect for the art and i do realize that this is their interpretation Mm -hmm. of it um i don't have to like it but i do know some of it who's going to be the next to blow who's who's coming the next who who's coming from the underground they not coming. They no. don't want to come from under there. Well, who, but, <laughs> but but even though they don't want to come from the okay, so the still, next they want still want people to find. So them. here's the deal. Seriously, like real real stuff here. Um, Griselda Records. Culture Kings is a podcast on the How Stuff Works Network, hosted by comedians Jackie's Neal and Edgar Montplacier. Every Wednesday and Friday, these two friends dive into topics ranging from sports, music, to movies, style. They wonder whether or not Donald Glover is a genius or a weirdo. They continuously decipher Kanye West's tweets and behavior. They also have recurring segments like Queen of the Week, The List, and Top Fives like Marvel Movies and Video Games. Listen to Culture Kings and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and find out the best way to eat a taco. 
Oh. What's the best way to eat a taco? That's with your hands? With your hands. Also, with salsa on top of everything to hold the ingredients down. It's like a layer. It's the layer. Right. So that the lettuce doesn't fall off. Can't have falling lettuce. Has just inked a deal with Shady Records. Mm -hmm. So Westside Gun and Conway have just signed with Shady Records with Eminem. They have been compared to Wu-Tang. They're like the new Wu-Tang. And I guess the reference is because they are a crew. Okay. Um, There's um, not just Westside Gun and Conway. There's Benny the Butcher, um, Keisha Plum. Mm. Um, She's a poet. She's freaking ridiculous. Um, And, you know, their producer, Derringer, he's out of this world. But the truth is, they started underground, and they're still kind of considered, I think, underground because I think um, they didn't sign to Eminem. They Griselda and Eminem was like a partnership or whatever. But I think they're up next in the sense that they're already up next. I mean, they're not on the radio unless it's like you know on the late night. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not mainstream. I don't think they care to be. Mm-hmm. But they did the BET cipher this year when Eminem did his whole spiel, whatever they were there. They were in the background. Um, but if you want to talk about who's up next, them. Nice. All right. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's there you go. Right there from the they're ladies of hip, ladies of hip hop. That's who to look for. Word. Son. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo. Yeah. Shout out to Westside Gunny Conway and my girl Keisha Plum. So from the underground, you would consider them from the underground, right? And then coming up to... I would consider them underground and I would consider them unapologetically underground mm-hmm. because Westside Gun is the manager and an artist, mm-hmm. but he's a hustler. Like he you know essentially pounded the pavement i mean you want to talk about herbie Lovebug, mm, you know to right, a degree right, right. i mean he he definitely um took the the artist that he had and said listen um conway is his brother oh he's like look you're the rapper i'm the business guy even though i can rap and everybody's loving it you're the get a front man, and I'm gonna get out here and make sure it happens. And they're dropping mixtape after mixtape after mixtape, and album after album, and it's just ridiculous. And the production is just unheard of, and it really is on some Wu Tang. Like when the RZA, when the Wu Tang came out and the RZA beats dropped, and you're like, "What is this?" Right. What? It was just like so unorthodox, and it was still hip hop, and it was still. You know, like that little boom bap, but it wasn't commercial. It was mm-hmm. just the RZA. It was his brainchild. Right. And I think that there's that parallel with Derringer and the other producers that they worked worked with. But they were recognized by Shady Records. You know, he's been he's been working that deal and making that happen. They have a clothing line that sells out in like 10 minutes. Okay. So, I mean, they're enterprising just like we wear. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I hate that comparison game, but I love the comparison game because it's a worthy comparison. And I believe that even Wu-Tang has, you know, given them props. And, you know, I've seen pictures throughout the Internet with them with Raekwon and things like that. So, I mean, they're dope. But, that's not even, but it's not even real. Like you say, you 
hate but love the comparison game. It's not really a comparison game. It's just learning from history. Right. I think it's a game because some people don't want to admit that they're influenced by people and that some of them, like, you straight stole styles from people right. and uh, that, you know, yeah. you, 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 you shit on old school, quote unquote, the veterans mm-hmm. and the people that have done it, but you don't want to give them props that they're the ones that, I mean, because at some point there was only one. Or five. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you had to love them. You had to yeah. be influenced by them to even try it, to even they start did, it. They did that with um, Nicki Minaj and Little Kim. So, for instance, um, Nicki Minaj, the, the generation that loves her and just will stand for her, somebody had to break it down and be like, Little Kim did this already. And everything Nicki Minaj did, they had a picture that Little Kim did it already. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. The fact that even Beyonce did a paid a you know paid her respects to Little Kim with her Halloween gear. I was like, the girl paved the way. It was the most avant garde thing I've ever seen in my life when Little Kim came out and she that did album. the Crush on You video. I mean, that was the craziest thing to the point that women were out here buying blue and yellow wigs. I will never forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Just that whole trend-setting thing that she was involved with. And that with. was new. Yes. Right there. Not that wigs are new. Not that colored no. hair is new. But for hip-hop, that was groundbreaking. Well, well, I think that's been one of the criticisms of hip-hop culture for mm-hmm. the past 15, 20 years. Like, we really we really don't have or, or we don't um, appreciate that sort of institutional memory like they have in other forms. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why the um, museum is being erected. If right. not, you know, the pieces, I, I got to get the whole story on that, but I know that um, we, we are creating a space where we can right. look back on the true mem- memories. You know, and, and history was supposed to be a fad. You know, I always kind of go back to, Someone like a um, a Russell Simmons or mm-hmm. or or um, Q-Tip, and they talk about this type of thing where they talk about one of the things that record companies used to do with new rock bands mm-hmm. is that older artists who mm-hmm. you know maybe weren't like viable acts anymore, mm-hmm. they would bring them in to mentor mm-hmm. the young bands, and we don't have that in hip hop. And you know, part of that I think is just the predatory nature of of business with with the industry with hip hop in particular. Mm-hmm. So that you know, it kind of bleeds over. So that yeah, you have. I mean, you're talking about people people you, you know liking Nicki Minaj and and completely un- unaware of Little, Little Kim. Kim. I've had conversations with with people, and they'll say, you know, back to Jay Z. Like, you know, I love Jay-Z, this, that, and the other, and I'll say something about reasonable doubt, mm-hmm. and they'll look confused. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even when you have an artist who's had a career that's longer than two albums, right? you have people who are quote-unquote fans mm-hmm. who are unaware of the earlier stuff. And, right. and, you know, I think it is, like you said, it's supposed to be a fad, but I think culturally, people still treat hip-hop like it's this kind of frivolous thing. Yeah. Well, they treat it unfortunately like it's disposable. Yep. You know what I, mean? it, I was, was going to say, yeah. as soon as you you hit, they want to dispose mm-hmm. of you. I think. Right. One of the things the the beautiful part about 
social media and how much agency it does give artists over their own careers that um, it also empowers them to be the arbiters of how long their story is going to be. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So if your story um, is no longer relevant or takes a wrong curve or wrong turn, more often than not in today's times, you can trace it back to it was your fault. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the PR didn't mm-hmm, put me mm-hmm. out there, you know right, what I mean? Right. Or this, or this person. It was you, usually getting messed up in some nonsense, right. you know. And and hey, I put it out there. We just happened in the news today. Meek Mills, mm, he's, yeah, he's going up for two, two to four, two to four. Totally his his fault. Mm-hmm. Totally his fault. I don't care how you want to spin it. It's his fault that he is you 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 got the golden ticket. Mm-hmm. And this is what you did with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and the history is there. And you don't even have to go back to Hammer going broke or or anybody else. You can you can go back as just last year, the last few years mm-hmm. of artists, uh, artist after artist getting that break and then just poof, well, blowing it out in flames. You know what? I'm, I'm a, I want to save the Meek Mill conversation, but I, I wanted to speak to another point that you made about, um, or actually Vince, you made about, um, you know, people not even knowing an artist or knowing about an album that was 10 years old or something right. like that, right? And I think that back to the digital age, you know, it moved faster than we could keep up with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like hip hop and hip hop culture and a lot of machismo cultures, Right, because that's what it is. Well, the ego of it is is its detriment, right? Mm. Because there's no possible way I can know every single artist that's out there. You know, school me. You know about somebody? Tell me about them so I can listen to them. Right? There's no way you're putting out twenty albums a year. I'm going to know all of them. Right? You know, and then there's twenty nine of you just on your block. Like I don't know them, and there's like this melting pot of music that I want to listen to but only have two ears and a job you know like I have a lot to do the man won't let you the man won't let me listen to hip hop at my cubicle you can't even go on a company trip together he expects me to work (laughs) you know before he pays and I got these albums to listen to your boss in your car and you know y'all going to lunch (sighs) boom here come your stuff covered on I'm like oh you yeah, can't cut that off. Yeah. yeah, but I, but I think that the museum is a is a the Universal Hip Hop Museum. The Universal yeah. Hip and the it it's gonna be it's gonna be a problem with that too. You know, it's gonna be people. Oh, I should have been in that joint. Like, no, shut up. Why in the Bronx? <laughs> exactly. Where is it gonna be? In the Bronx. Bronx. Okay. I think that as hip hop lovers. All of us who love whatever, even if you just love the DOC and you think he's the greatest thing since peanut butter and jelly, you know, Lenny, the shade. he's talking about you, Lenny. The, <laughs> the truth is, there is a like you say, you can trace it all back. Like you can trace it all the way back to this story and this time and place in history. That's what I love about hip hop. Is kind of like the inspiration that comes from it, and then it like all these little flowers pop up. You know? Yeah, all these little sprinkly little flowers come up. You know, flowers in the West Coast, flowers down South, flowers in the East Coast. You know, it is what it is. But I'm not gonna like all that shit. 
Like, I'm not going to know all of it, and I'm definitely not going to like all of it. And no, all of it doesn't belong in the museum. I'm interested to find out who's responsible for saying this goes in the museum. I mean, it's always going to be a rough the job. Gatekeeper. Yeah. And like you said, the, I mean, here's here's the crazy thing. Like when you said Grandmaster Flash just now, what it made me think of, how we going to deal with, with BAM? Like how you deal with BAM? Cause you gotta deal with that. Uh, you, 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 you know, it's funny. I went to the um African American is... Museum. What is that? Africa Bambata. Okay. And and you know that uh, situation. His situation. Like, well, you know, I went to African American History Museum, Museum. Mm-hmm. in D.C. and it's fascinating how they have kind of strategically put Bill Cosby in spaces. <laughs> Where he's not that apparent, mm-hmm. but like you have to, like you have to have Bill Cosby in mm-hmm. there, like you know between what do you Oz- mean by that? well between Ospy and and the Cosby Show and and the records, like and Bill Cosby is Fat Albert is this huge part of African American cultural history, but with you I don't know, think he should be erased either. Me either. He shouldn't be erased, but at the same time, you can understand white people do not erase. No, they don't. Anyone from their culture, like, black yeah, people, I, like you said, disposable. White people also have the space to make those. Kind but why of moves. can't we? So why we. can't we be protective because, of our own? Because we, that's our museum with our money. Well, uh, our is a funny word. Hmm. Our is a funny. But I word. think we should be protecting everything of ours even and we can be critical of it we can be um we can say no to bill cosby's behavior yeah but we can still protect what he did the the history of what he did all of the all of the things that he has done i'm not erasing that i will watch the cosby show because i can separate uh, cliff huxtable from bill cosby right okay and bill cosby from and the thing is like i said you got you have a whole museum with Greek, um, you know, a whole bunch of Greek statues and stuff like that. What went on in Greece? Yes. They would all be arrested today. Hello? Okay. What they going to do with Africa Bambada in this museum? Listen. Like, how do you, you know, like, that's that's what I'm fascinated Well, I'm going to tell you this, though. Th- this is the thing about especially what I've noticed about entertainers, there's a duality thing going on with a lot of them. Cause that, if that's the case, James Brown should never be honored because mm-hmm. he is, whipped yes, women's he behind. That is actually okay? my brother's argument. My brother has Absolutely. a whole James Brown. If argument. that's the case, Marvin Gaye should never be yeah. looked at mm-hmm. because he was dating women underage, mm-hmm. which was his wife. Um, um, Not Jackie. Um, um, Janice. Janice. Yeah. Yes. Janice was 16. Yeah. Yeah. So, I they mean, all got skeletons. Yes. Got skeletons. And now, did y'all hear? Oh, my God. What? About Martin Luther King. What? The stuff that they found. They, they released JFK. Oh, stuff. yeah. They said that they, they were all lies, though. In the, yeah, yeah. I, and I agree with a lot of that. Because I, I think there what? was a vendetta by yeah, Mr. By Hoover, FBI, right? Who, yeah. But they're saying that the good Reverend Doctor <laughs> was out here having um, all night sex orgies. What's so unbelievable about that? What's wrong with that? What I'm why is there something wrong with him having orgies? No, that's not that. Like somebody was saying, it was the good reverend doctor. The good reverend. He was kind of the good reverend doctor. And people do it all the time. And I agree with that. And my thing is, I don't want to. And I I hate the fact that we 
but make black men those um I w- it's a word for it, but I call them like the angel hero. Like they uh, they don't have sex, nothing. Right. They are just there to fight the power, lay down. <laughs> How you going to fight the power if you ain't getting nothing? I know. Night? I know. You got to get something to fight the power. So, <laughs> so I say that, all that to The say, powers that be. But what I'm saying is when it comes to, you know, how white people control our story and our narrative that's the problem that i have you know that they're bringing this out now and i'm like they i'm just hoping that they don't try to destroy his image right because you got a whole president out there talking about grabbing women by the the pussy pussy. and i'm like they won't destroy martin luther king's image because at the while some of this will become new a lot of it has been right over the years right right i knew we all knew he was an adulterer but the thing is the orgy thing it's still considered so 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 he has sex alive now you know that he was a human and even in the report it's 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 like somebody who was there spoke to someone? Yeah, it's like said, third party. Like it's like right. Like it's Whisper not down like it's not pictures thing. of him. Exactly. In, he really in said. Abernathy he really said Martin Luther King was up all night cleaning porgies. Porgies. Yeah. But when it got down the line, right, right. It's like that game of telephone. You know, then it right. was orgies. No, right. Right. No. Martin Luther King was in orgies. <laughs> he was. I, I, I totally believe that he was in orgies because. With the life that man was leading, he needed a release. So I'm fine with him having that release, mm-hmm. right? But the reason why they won't be able to tear him down is because the second anybody starts to talk smack about him, all we're going to, all anybody has to do is say, okay, well, let's revisit Camelot. Mm-hmm. Let's revisit John F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's break down how many women he slept with. Mm-hmm. Let's break down. Let's look at that. Oh, that cute little picture of Marilyn Monroe singing happy birthday mm-hmm. to the president. I mean, Let's what, talk about I, what the, happened after. The, the first Monica yeah. Lewinsky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's go. Televised. Let's, let's mm-hmm. Monica out. Lewinsky. Bill Clinton. You know, mm-hmm. the second that anybody starts to break, break him down, we're just going to look every place else. You know right. what I mean? At the end of the day, as much as being an adulterer is not cool. It ain't cool at all, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you are putting your propping yourself up as a man of the a mm-hmm. man of the cloth. Certainly, at Lord. But he was an adult <laughs> doing adult things with adults. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a whole lot of people that can't say the same thing. And he was doing, and he was doing it consensual adults. Yeah, you know. So the, the, the orgy party know. doesn't work for me. Like if you tell me that he was sleeping with kids, then I'd be like. Mm. Yeah, then, then we, then we. That's another story. Like the kids whole, out of it. I'm just saying, if you, when R. Kelly's situation, because let's be clear, I saw the R. Kelly video, yeah, I did too. and I was like, that nasty son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And then he's got, he's on. What was that, Mari or what was his name, Montel? Right. He was on Montel talking about it was his brother. Yeah. He tried to throw his own brother under the bus for yes. his indis- indiscretions. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, now I've lost all respect for you, R. Kelly. Right. I, you've you've made me lose respect for you mm-hmm. because not only did I saw you, it's like when Eddie Murphy said, "What was that Eddie Murphy ball?" When he said his wife walk in and catch him having sex with a lady, he like, what, what you talking about? It wasn't right. me. Like, dude, I'm watching you. Right. 
I was watching you, R. Kelly. I saw you. And then you're trying to say it's your brother and his kids. And it was more than one kid. And you still with little girls. Yes. Like, I can't with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I can't with him. And, and you know what? It is what it is. And, you know, that he was the greatest and all. Like, whatever. But that turns my stomach. Like, what they say? Video kill the radio star? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fact that I had to see what you did, I can't. I can't with you no more. But you're going to tell me Martin Luther King went to an orgy? All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. That's a very robust defense of Martin Luther King Jr. The King. I was defending the, the King. I've been to the mountaintop. <laughs> and that mountaintop. <laughs> and and that. this mountaintop. <laughs> Black girls and white girls and Asian girls. Oh, and no. Two more black girls and... <laughs> Maybe a, an additional black girl. <laughs> See, that's horrible. Yeah. That's terrible. That is terrible. Your mind of the king is on a hundred. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he said an additional. <laughs> that's that's terrible. Ooh, I'm gonna be laughing about that for a couple of days. All right. Anyway. You're supposed to be talking about hip hop. I'm sorry. We were talking mm. about hip hop. <laughs> that was good. But we are. Uh, this is that. the what, what's the hour again? What is this called again? The binge lounge. Yeah, binge lounge. We had to binge on that real quick. Oh <laughs> boy! All right, yeah. You know what? Let, let, let's uh, just let's, change the subject real quick. We'll, we'll change, change the subject real quick. Real quick, we'll go out on this. Um, we we had told people that we were going to talk about Saturday morning cartoons. Praise, uh, yes. It's, Praise. it's going on a little bit long, long now. But if we can think back to the mm. days when we would rise up in the mornings, rise. Like, yes. Don't know about that. Life. When when cartoons were only on Saturday. Oh, days. praise his you name. Know, they weren't even on in the afternoon when you came. No, out. they weren't. No, they were mm-hmm. only on in the, mm-hmm. on Saturday mornings. Mm. If you can think back to those times, oh. is there any one Saturday morning cartoon that like really stands out in your memory that really meant that much to you? So yeah. much to you. Um, gosh. So Care Bears, Strawberry Shortcake, Smurfs. Who else? Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. But wait, what else? Oh, Super Friends. Oh, yeah. Super Friends. Do you like the Super Friends? I loved it, did though. Okay. (laughs) Wonder Twin Powers activate Activate. form of an animal. (laughs) An animal. In shape of a A bucket bucket of water. water. Oh, Lord. Even as a kid. Like, I was like. Why is Zan so fucking useless? Yes. He's holding back Jana. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> she always had to turn into something. And then Gleek just had a bucket. Because he wasn't even turning into a bucket of water. Mm. He was mm-hmm. turning into the water. And then Gleek would run in with a bucket. So you tail. had. So wait a minute. We had she. Wait a minute. Shira. He-Man. Jim. Jim was my shit. Oh, that was my From what I cartoon. understand, she was truly outrageous. She was. Yes. Truly, 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 truly outrageous. Outrageous. You know they did a, a gem movie a couple of years yeah. ago. And I was I like, what are y'all doing? I was about to say it had nothing to do. Leave stuff alone. I didn't man. even watch Jim. You got all the these writers out here begging for somebody to look at their scripts and you want to rehash? No. Yo, you leave it alone. Do Land of the Lost? It wasn't. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Another that great show used theme to freak song. Me out, though. Yeah, another great theme song. <laughs> it was like when you look back on it, like the corniest shit ever. Yes, like I 
was really entertained by that. that, that show Remember, like the second or third though. season, the father got rescued and then the uncle got lost. That's when I knew it was. I something. do remember that. It yeah, was some. It, it, it was some hinky going on with the <laughs> land of the lost. Hinky. Yeah. So you had Pac Man. He had a cartoon. Yeah. Oh, they all had Pac Man because yeah, Pac Man had a cartoon. Cubert had a Cubert also yes. had a cartoon. Yeah. Cubert. Rubik's Cube. Remember. Did they make a Rubik's Yeah, it was like yes, Rubik's Cube. Want to know why? Because yeah. during their intermission for Rubik's Cube, you had the privilege to see Menudo videos. <gasps> Praise his Menudo holy name. videos. Praise his holy name. Wow. That's how we saw Ricky Martin in his Aww. infancy stage. You are speaking some stuff right You said Menudo. Menudo videos. Yes. Wow. Wow, the in, the indentured boy group. <laughs> the indentured boy group. Yeah, because after you got reached a certain age, you had to quit. You had to get out. You know what? Me I don't know what's going on in me. Operation Menudo, but they got that on lockdown. Mm-hmm. You do not hear nothing. A, a peep of nothing. story. Down, yeah. Nothing from Menudo. And you, I'm well, waiting for Ricky they, Martin they, they, to say they something. Did. They would churn out the members, mm-hmm. so you know it was real it sketchy was going up in that stronghold. Yeah. <laughs> something sketchy because that was Mexican. No, they were Mexican. They were Puerto Rican. Were they Puerto Rican? Mm-hmm. Is that vaguely racist? Menudo. Was I racist? Just a scotch. Was I just racist? Just it was a microaggression. <laughs> just a scotch. What about Garfield? Yep, watch Garfield. No, oh, Heathcliff. and um, Heathcliff. Now Heathcliff wasn't Saturday um, morning. Heathcliff was. He was. He was. That's right. Inspector Gadget. Wait, they all came the, on. It was a lineup. Too. Yeah, that, that was that. See, see y'all, y'all see, see y'all switching. That's yeah. what's right. We gotta go back. Afternoons. We gotta yeah. go they back. Were afternoons. Okay, Saturday Inspector morning Gadget cartoons. Well, Saturday how about morning. Thundercats was Sunday morning? I mean Saturday morning. Thundercats no, Thundercats was syndicated. No, but that was started out with Saturday morning cartoons. No, no. No, not the Thundercats. No, they was they were syndicate. Now, Thundar the Barbarian. That was Thundar my was joint. Saturday morning. Thundar the Barbarian. Thund- uh, I did watch that. The, the Thundercats, the Silverhawks, Transformers, GI Joe. Who was the underwater one? It was. Oh, oh the snork. No, well, the snorkel. No, Thundercats, Silverhawks, like, and then it was an underwater one. Snorkels. No, no, the underwater, underwater like, like Thundercats like type. type of joint. I forget what they were. Yeah. What about the Muppet Baby? That was Saturday morning. That was Saturday morning. Muppet Baby, dreams come true. And you only saw a nanny stocking for you when you go. Oh, sorry. All right. Any, anything else? I, I love Muppet Babies. Me too. But wait a minute. Didn't the Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids? Oh, Saturday yeah. That was Saturday morning. Morning. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that was my show because I couldn't wait for Brown Hornet. Yeah. I love, don't get me wrong, I love the Fat Albert cartoon. And the Brown Hornet was the... But the Brown Hornet, when he came on, I was just as excited as the rest of them when they... Yeah. Ah, that's right. Yeah, the Brown Hornet was cool. I did like, I did like that Brown Hornet. Mm-hmm. Saturday mornings were like... It was a ritual. You got your big ass bowl, bowl of cereal. cereal. Like this big. Yes. Your mother would leave you alone. Yes. That was what nobody that was an uninterrupted. Yeah. But no, in actuality, she was getting some sleep I or know. something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying. We thought she was Mama leaving us alone, but she was like, bye, go watch the damn right. TV. Mama need love too. Uh, <laughs> but it was just like this sacred time where You were with your siblings or your cousins. Yep. 
Cause somebody spent the night. Cause somebody right. had something mm-hmm. to do right. Friday right. night or something like that. Or y'all did sports or something together on Saturdays or something. But you were just together, and mm-hmm. it was just you built the fort with the pillows. That's right. That's right. You know, one of the best things about Saturday morning when we were growing up is that you're watching your cartoons, and you usually watch from if if you started at. Six o'clock in the morning, you were watching the local stuff. Mm-hmm. So right, in Philly, you were watching like Captain Captain Noah. Mm-hmm. You know okay, what I mean, um, Captain and then Noah. until the national cartoons hit, the good cartoons come on. Right, the good ones. All them corny old Popeye Jones. Go, <laughs> now you I love Popeye. <laughs> so you watch them, and you'd watch them till like about twelve o'clock. Because you knew when the cartoons were over because either Fat Albert or mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny came on. That yeah. means that's the last that's cartoon. That's it, right. And then after that, you ran outside and everybody you played with watched the, the cartoons. Same thing. Yep. Yeah. Y'all could all share the mm-hmm. same references. Do you remember? Like, yeah, man. That was the mm-hmm. that, that was the that was because it, it, it was it communal. Built, it, it was communal. Yeah. And that is um, something that kids won't know anymore. Nope. True. And it was it was a time where. I mean, obviously, based on technology advancements, like we didn't have our cell phones. I mean, we did have video games and stuff, but we didn't want to play the video games on Saturday mornings. We wanted to watch cartoons. But it was like a a sincere time of peace. It was like you had your cereal or, you know, my dad would always make breakfast. So we had our French toast. Mm -hmm. We had all our food and our fort. And we're just sitting there like... You know, yes. just mm-hmm. eating and watching, eating and watching, and then you go to the bathroom. Like, I'll be right back. You know, you don't even want to walk away, right? Because one, no pause, no pause, and then the you had to is, run and come back. And we also can remember, um, we was taught a lot of stuff. So I was thinking about my favorite because I still say it today. I'm hankering for something because mm. that mm. man hankered hankering for, for a hunk, hunk of cheese. cheese. Yeah, you better when know you it. Get up and go. Has got, got up, up and went. went. I hanker for I a hunk, for a hunk of cheese. Yahoo! You don't remember that? No. I Schoolhouse Rock? Hunker. That's no. what I was about to say. Yeah. We was oh, learning sorry. something. You remember Schoolhouse Rock though, right? I do, but I didn't mm-hmm. watch but it. But you don't remember hanker for a hunk of cheese and then um, no. something about somebody with a bad tooth? Like you need to go to the dentist or something? There was oh, a cartoon that. about that? I don't remember that one. Yeah. I remember Verb. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. I, I remember that a little bit. Thing in action. <laughs> yes. Ah, give me a ball. Because he was the black one. He was, always, he was the, the brother, black. He was the brother. That's right. Let the man yeah. use um, yeah. verb. Uh, That's what's happening. The song verb in one of his yeah. Uh, songs. Yeah, verb was the job. Because he said, I got and my thing. He wasn't black, but it seemed like he was black. Conjunction, junction. What's your function? <laughs> Looking up words and phrases and clowns. It's like, yeah, you seem like my uncle. That's all right. <laughs> I don't we, did, we did learn a lot from, yeah. we did. from yes, our car. Yes. got edumacated. I still, one, it's a weird one. Nobody ever remembers it. I still remember Interplanet Janet. I love used to love this interplanetary Janet. Yeah, interplanetary Janet. She's a galaxy girl, a solar system sister from a future world. Travels <laughs> like a rocket with the rocket team, and there hasn't been a planet Janet hasn't seen. Oh. There hasn't been a planet Janet. Bravo. Strong J. There you yes. go. Bravo. Wonderful. That was awesome. Well, and on that note, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Yes. That was like ending End on the odd note. Scene. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> okay, I can't wait. You you ladies, um, I know ladies love hip hop is 
it's coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's 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 not there now, but if people want to still follow you, you're out there on social media. Yes. Yes, we are. We are at Ladies Love L U V Hip Hop on Instagram and, and Twitter. Twitter. And um, you know, we're we're on there talking it up, having fun. We have a whole calendar of events each week. Nice. Um and we actually have a contest going right now, yes, which is it's, hilarious, it's crazy. So um, the carefully curated, yes, an artisanal, an artisanal beard award. Award. Summer oh, and I are beardo fans, and you know, yeah, we're we love we're a little bit obsessed about it. Okay, and um, so we decided to uh, do what we do probably normally, which is to look at. <laughs> Men's beards and figure out okay who in hip hop as a grown man is rocking a very carefully curated and artisanal beard. Okay. So we submitted it to the followers of our Instagram feed and we got a lot of feedback and it is hysterical to me <laughs> to see women respond. Like one of them, one of my friends, um, her name is Badia. She was like, "Okay, I'm gonna sit this one out." Yeah, she can. <laughs> she mm. couldn't do, do it. this week's. But, it, but then, it's, it's, it's but then, awesome. Yeah, because then you find out, like, I have a crush on a couple of them, and then people are responding, and I'm like, you might want to calm down, you know? <laughs> right, right. Because in my head, we are married, right, you know? Right, right. So I need you to calm it down. Just tell me who you like. So right. I don't need so all what the... what beard do you have a, a, a crush on? What's what's doing? The, um, the beers that I like right now, I like, I like... Um, Ish from Diggable Planets. I like. He's got a good beard. Yes, I like Rob Marciano. Rock, rock. I'm sorry, Rock Marciano. And then who else? Large who Professor. Else? Yes. Oh, Large Professor. Yes. Yes. Because I like beard. the the, the salt mix. and pepper yes. beard. Is doing it's, it. And Black Thoughts and Jidenna. Yeah, all of Jadena's beard is is very artisanal. Mm-hmm. But and Black, Black Thought, Thought is he oh, reigns supreme. I was yeah. say Black Thought looks like a Mufasa beard. Yeah, he's got a. But it's unreal because it's like you can tell he small African nation. You could tell he said when he sits in the barber chair, the barber got like you know instruments from all over the world, the globe, moisturizers, yes, berries and fruits and berries from um all these different yes, yes. So that's why I was like and I don't think Black Thought plays about his beard either. No, I mean, you know, I don't know how much, you know, because you all are ladies. I don't know how much y'all are in barber shops. But it is serious. It is it is actually fascinating watching the beard i like, watched the like videos the beard dudes mm-hmm. like i actually don't even like you know i don't even say i have a beard like i have you know it's like it's a you know it's a beard it's beard-esque That's but like beard. the beard dudes yeah like you know they bring out the hot comb and, and the, yep, the, blow, the, the blow dry and i'm like this is amazing the oils and right the, it's it's a bit much but you know, we just want to have fun. I mean, yeah. ultimately, we we do love hip hop. There's a lot of ladies out there who do, and you know, it's not from a woman's point of view in the sense that we're just talking about our place in hip hop. Yeah. We just uh, love it, mm-hmm. and, what and it we is just want to talk about it's it. Usually, what happens is is because women have been kind of marginalized in hip hop. There's not we're not the first um, thought in anybody's mind when it comes to hip hop, whether we're yeah. a consumer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or an actual artist, 
So what happens is we are, me and my friends, we all talk about it. Summer and I, we all talk about it, which is we go to these shows. A lot of times we can be the only women, maybe five women there. And we're in the front row on the balcony and we are singing right along. (laughs) And the artist is like, um, where is she coming from? And then the guys that are surrounding her, you know, they're like, yo, sis, I know you know all that. And then. It's just very weird to a lot of men. Like, their mouths are dropping that we know all this stuff. But why not? And I'm like, we do. Like, right. it's it's so much a part of black culture, it's not even funny. And so many women, professional women, from doctors, lawyers, all the way to women who dance for a living. Like, it's a part of our lives. Right. And it gets us through the day. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people don't understand. So I'm like... It's just, like I said, it's just a, it's, I call it our jazz. Hip hop is our jazz. You got a lot of women that love jazz and you got a lot of women that love hip hop. Right. And like I said, it's so ingrained in black culture that, um, and then it, like I said, it was once considered, you know, everybody said it was a, a fad, fad. It yeah. you know, wouldn't last. And it is the, like I said, it surpasses every genre that's out there right now. Indeed, there you go. Well, all right. Well, if you want to get down with two true hip hop heads <laughs> who ladies. happen to be women, <laughs> that's what we should change the name to. Check it. Check out Fem- ladies Fem- love hip hop. L U V love hip hop on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, and coming to a podcast catcher of your choice real soon. <laughs> All Thank right. you. Thank you for Thanks having, having us. us. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, ladies. We will, um, this will be this, that's, I guess this is the end of the binge lounge. Yes, I guess this is the end of the binge lounge. We're going uh, <laughs> get it, step out of the binge lounge. We will return to the mission next week, ladies and gentlemen. Refreshed and rejuvenated. Episode 90. Woo! Of Bravo. the Michelle Mission. Yes. Along on our road to 100. Uh, next stop, we will have Jordan Calling and Rel Brown of Phillies on location as we will sit down and review 1993's Meteor Man. Meteor Man. Mm. Robert Townsend. Roberto. <laughs> yes. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget everything Michelle Mission you can find on MichelleMission.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, excuse me, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, <laughs> TuneIn, and any place and every place that good podcasts be. If you want to really help us out, first, support Black Podcasts. And secondly, wherever you found our show, please give us a rating and a review because that really helps people find the show. Like and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Michelle Mission and also join our Facebook group where we get in a lot of quotes and questions and have a whole lot of fun going on in there. All right? We're done, Vince? I think we're done. We don't have a we right, we don't have we don't have a catchphrase to get out of one. binge lounge. So we're just so, uh, all right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>